For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On today's episode of Down the Wire, we're talking baseball out here. There's a crazy golf league just giving away hundreds of millions of dollars to everyone who wants to play golf. And we got a sneak peek of the new show coming at you down the wire. Number 70, down the wire. Let's go. First take, right here. It's 12.30 in the morning, guys. It's 12.30 in the morning, and we are recording the same day we are dropping, actually. Yeah. Um, So, funny story. Funny story. We recorded this entire episode yesterday. I'm going to tell you right now, it was a terrible episode. It was so shitty. It was god-awful. You, you didn't even want to hear it. Um, I can't tell you it was good, because that'll just make me in more pain. So I'm going to say it was terrible. I'm in so much pain. Uh, yesterday, we, as soon as the podcast ended, I, I my Adobe Audition looks completely different now. On my computer. It looks completely different. So I'm assuming there was some sort of update right after I ended the show. And I never even got the opportunity to go up to save, hit control S if I wanted to. It was pretty much gone. And that sucked. That sucked. Surprisingly, this is the first time anything like this has happened to us. Uh, Mind you... My job in real life is a fucking radio producer, so I will never let that happen again because that was embarrassing and painful yesterday. Uh, Dave, are you exhausted, tired, or dead? Can I go D all of the above? Yeah, sure. Okay, that works yeah, too. Yeah, because I've been sleeping f- for like... An hour and a half, two hours. Yes. I'm coming straight from work, so that's why I sound much more chipper. Uh, Dave has work in like six hours. Yeah. So we're going to try. This is what we're going to do, guys. This is what we're going to do. We have a solid hour, a good hour, jam-packed, ready for you guys. Yeah. And funny enough, me and our good friend Joe Pohorillis at, uh, you know, I was going to say at the chair shop, but he doesn't work there. So uh, I'm me and my friend Joe, we have started up a new show, shorter, smaller, quicker, called The Sunday Lineup. It's going to drop every Sunday morning. You guys should definitely check it out on Spotify for us. It's not on all platforms. 
It's only on Spotify because me and Joe are broke college kids. So we decided we're just going to throw it on that. It works for free, easy, 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes, quick news, sports, yada, yada, yada. We're going to throw a segment of that at the end of this episode, okay? Just to make it a little bit easier on us, we can't do 1230 at night pods on the regular. So we're going to give you a good hour. We got some fun stuff. And honestly, it was cool to wait an extra day because there was a little bit more news that came out today about some stuff. All right, settle yourself. I um, I, I will give you the, the benefit of the I'm doubt. I'm trying to make us seem like less of idiots. That's all what? I'm trying to wait, do. Wait, wait, wait. Me. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I did nothing. You looked great. That's all you did. And mm. sounded awesome, mm. as you do right now. Um. We can't even ask you about your weekend. I know all the answers. Go ahead and open up your Snapchat. Okay. Go to my story. Wait. Uh. Uh. Snapchat. Story. That's what you heard. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were on my story. Go to my story. Yeah. Okay. How do I open? I, I clicked on you. Yeah, there is nothing. Oh, it didn't post yet? Oh, I took a video of you when we when I got here. Oh, that's weird. Well, I just said, it's time to record a pod, Dave, and then tapped you, and then the video played over again, and then you were like, I heard a fucking noise, and I was like, I don't know. Or, I don't know. Oh, that's what it was? <laughs> that's what it was. See, I it told was my you there was something. Playing. Yeah, well, it said your name, literally, like, Dave, like, as you heard it, so, I thought, yeah. I, I don't know, I felt like I woke up pretty no you woke smoothly. up very easily okay, very good. easily no it was good. it was two taps on the back that's literally when i walked in that video is the entire time it took to wake you up so nice. it was nice. super easy you you popped right up and in should we get into some sports talk sure uh what do we want to lead off with today uh let's start off with a short nba section okay and uh get through all of that boring shit yeah this finals it just, for some reason, doesn't have the same ring to it for me. And maybe that's because I'm a salty-ass Milwaukee fan right now. Currently wearing uh, my Milwaukee Bucks sweatshirt as I talk about this painful Your NBA, NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. For now, they still are, yes. They are still the reigning champs. But right now, it's one-to-one in the NBA Finals. Warriors sending a statement message after blowing a huge lead in the last game. They win by 19, and this Boston team there that looks like it's about to hit midnight. No pun intended for us. Right they now. look like I do right now. They are tired. They yeah. have been scrappy and insert stereotypical adjective in sports talk talking about hustle here. They've been doing it the entire NBA playoffs, and they finally found a team that can run with them. And yeah, it's definitely, it's hard. It's hard. I get it. I get it. But they are, they've been healthy this whole time. These guys have been playing 40 minutes a night. They are fucking tired. We're going to have to see what Ime Udoka does because he's really like been smart with his coaching. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, he's someone that does like to react to everything and it, it, it's not just like uh you know kind of what we got on the bucks for and would eventually cost the bucks is that they were like well if it ain't broke don't fix it no like Ime udoka is really on 
everything that's happening. So when they, uh, whether or not they win or they lose, they kind of try to respond, the Celtics do, and, uh, you know, come up with a new game plan to attack the Warriors you know, each time, or ra- rather whoever they're playing whomever they're playing. This, so this we're going to have to finals, wait and see what he's doing. This NBA finals right now, it's been pretty boring to like 20. Po- I get it. There was a comeback in the first game, but it well, ended what's, up being a blowout. And well, what's was, the viewership? Isn't it like the lowest rated one in like the past five years? It is one of the worst rated ones right now in, since the turn of the century for sure. And on top of that, for all you who think that basketball is catching up to football, the NBA Finals brought in just under 6 million views for Game 1, and the lowest-watched playoff game, which was the Raiders-Bengals, I want to say, 11.5 million viewers. So they are, by and large, still America's sport, if you would. That's fair, but also look at the game. Like the number of games. Football is so important because there's only, well, now 17 games, mm-hmm. in a, you know, for the regular season and then a handful of playoffs and then the Super Bowl. You know, there's... Right. If you win every game, you're only going to play 20 games. I, I think... 21 now. I think it would be better to look at how much money, you know, they bring in mm. total. Okay. Yeah, you know, a gross money uh, of the year, you know, the the year itself for them. That's a different story. True, I guess. the 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 wondering for me is, I have been one of those who have gone full into an NBA fan now, so in recent years, at least basketball. I've grown to enjoy watching basketball more as a new fan because of what the NBA has done to improve their league well and 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 because of the bucks too correct the bucks have really helped that a lot i think i i don't know i with this large you know me and my coastal shit this is what the nba wanted this is what they wanted they wanted boston and san francisco uh, or golden state sorry well i mean it's the same yes san francisco they wanted these two this was the biggest market they could get i think maybe miami would have helped more Maybe I pro- I would think Miami would maybe, but, but Golden State and Boston these are storied franchises at least too. One in one of more recent memory, one of you know just like older memory. Boston's you know? always winning a ring. Feels like somewhere around the way they they're just always <laughs> figuring it out. So Golden State they're trying to does this reopen the dynasty if they win this one or is it start a new one? Mm. I think it's six years in a row. The they, fuck was that? That was mine. Sorry. Okay. That was six years in a row. Uh, they've been to the conference finals. And what is it? No, not six years in a row because they went to yeah, they, they had the number two right. pick. Sorry. But uh, it's it would be in the last six years, four titles or something like that. Ooh. That sure seems like that reopens it. Uh, maybe just a little bit. And for uh, those of you, uh, just as a small little tidbit, uh, the last episode that we recorded, the one that's not showing, we were talking about the Shanghai Sharks at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. I know of you people is, first of all, I would like you to know that one guy listening in Bulgaria right now, we fucking did this for you. Okay. Is that a real 
Is that, that guy is there? No, now too? I just made oh, up a okay. country like you usually do because it's Indonesia. But okay. I mean, I don't make up a country. Like you make Cambodia up, is a country. You, you make up. All right, sorry, that guy in Bhutan right now. That's also a country. Yes, I know. I'm get. I'm getting at that. I'm oh, getting okay. at that. <laughs> we're like they don't exist. It's a principality. What yeah. were we talking about before the Shanghai Sharks? You guys have yeah. all heard of the Shanghai Sharks. Who have any uh, recollection of ba- basketball fandom on a C plus level? They are not as good as you think. No, no. We did that research yesterday. And they're not. What team did Marbury play for? He played for Beijing. Beijing Ducks? Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, but for even some more, reason, I thought Marbury was a shark. Even more surprising was that former Buck, Yijian Lian, is a three-time three. finals champion. Three. And or, not, finals MVP, yeah, sorry. Him, yeah, three times not, finals MVP. Yeah, that's Kevin Durant nuts. don't got shit on Yi Jilian over in China. I'll tell you that Jesus right now. Jesus Christ. Um, should we talk a little bit of local stuff now? Sure. Sure. So this is going to be aimed at our Wisconsin frame. You guys can listen to it, and I'm sure you're going to laugh. If you're not from Wisconsin, because maybe you guys were ahead of the wave on everyone. But we're going to get personal here, because last time I called out a brewer, it worked out all right. And now, there are two brewers... Legends? Brewers... Um... Like... What? what I brewers... Mean. Guys? I players. mean... Players. Listen, Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain. Yeah. What are you guys, they need to retire. I mean, they need to retire at this point. Okay. So like you got to give Lorenzo Kane some slack. I think he's done after this year. I think his contract's up. So it's not that serious. And that's the thing. Like the reason why he's bad is because he's old. Yeah. And this is something that the Brewers kind of figured was going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. that's how a lot of contracts work. Whereas, like, you have to sign him pretty large because, you know, he's a he's a super talented player, yada, 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 yada. And you know, we'll eat that last year of awfulness. Well, and the good news is Tyron Taylor is playing the best baseball Tyrone Taylor's ever played. Yeah. So, okay, that's a sub for center field right there. He can immediately replace Lorenzo Kane. And Lorenzo Kane knows that he's yes. going to get replaced. Though, I will say, did you see the the like article, I believe by uh I think it was Adam McKelvey who like it was like Low Kane talking about his troubles at the plate and it was like kind of scary and sad like Locan was like i it's like i don't even know what baseball is anymore oh. and it's like what you know honestly at the end of this whole thing i'm rooting for these guys i am i like both of these players lorenzo kane i was a big fan of him when we had him the first wave around and was really upset when we lost him in that cranky deal just because i knew he was pretty good I'm not going to say he was superstar or he was Hall of Fame because he's not by any of those means, but he was pretty vital in their World Series run in 2015 and run again where they didn't win in 2014. He's just not there anymore. He's not the same player. 
even his defense is not worth it at this point anymore. He's not making he's not better defensively than Jackie Bradley Jr. at this point. He's No, no, in fact he's he's arguably worse. Right. So at, at least like Jackie Bradley Jr. could do defensive yeah, things. Yeah. Granted, I think I would still rather have low Kane's well, contract than uh, the what like it's like twelve a two, million dollars or something over there. I believe it's two years eighteen million for the, oh the Red Sox. Yeah, like this, holy shit. I'm not I'm hey, not here. paying a buck eighty. Low Kane low Kane uh quote mentally, honestly, I don't know what to do up there right now. My swing is all low oh, is kind of all over the place. I haven't been able to figure things out. They already told me right before uh, Hunter Renfro got hurt that my playing time was probably going to be a lot less, but Renfro got hurt, so I've had to get in there probably more than they want me to right now. Oh, man. Dude, like... That is sad. And and again, it just... It kind of even goes on from there. It it, Like, he knows he sucks. And he's kind of like... He's kind of like succumbed to this idea now, again, that can't be good for your plate appearance either. You know what I mean? For your approach. That that like just that article alone. This is reminiscent of a like little the, defeated. It, it sounds like Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Yeah. It does. It it sounds defeated, like you said. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Look, that's uh, that is sad. I'm almost wish you didn't tell me that cuz now I feel bad putting him on blast in a segment. But if we look at his stats right now, so I'm on Lorenzo Cain's uh, baseball reference, and right now he is batting a solid buck sixty nine, which nice. we established yesterday. But you guys didn't know we care about batting average on this show. We do. We care about batting average. I get it. OPS. For some people, people uh, for some reason people don't. I get it. OPS is a nice stat that they, you know, they don't even show batting average on the screen anymore at Miller Park because I'm not going to call it the other name. Uh, they they don't even show the batting average next to their name anymore. They show their OPS. They that's that's the new wave. Uh, well, if we want to look at uh, Lorenzo Cain's OPS, do you want to take a guess? So that's it's sl- like I, I want to say it's probably mid to low three hundreds. Uh, no, not that bad. It's four fifty right on the day. okay. Okay, uh, his on base is two twenty seven, slugging two twenty three. That's terrible. That's one of the worst I've ever seen. Uh, so now the fun part, we should go to his OPS plus, and then compare that to the rest of the league. But that's not on the same tab. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, once Hunter Renfro comes back, which I believe is like today. Did he come back today or tomorrow? Rather, it's probably tomorrow. They were off today. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's or this morning scheduled rather. to come back anytime now. So I mean, he knows. I think he's just going to kind of be that bench guy. And it sucks, you know. I, we, again, we like Lorenzo Cain, um, but you know, oh well. Now the bigger albatross in the room, the bigger elephant in the room, Christian Yelich. 
dude, I I'm sorry. I think it's time you bo- you start to move Christian Yelich down in the in the lineup in the order. Um. By the way, Lorenzo Cain's OPS plus is twenty eight. Average is a hundred. That's really bad. Uh, Christian Yelich, he since he broke his knee, he's that's a guy that's seeing ghosts. Wow, I don't know what happened to him. And you remember, I was when I worked at the stadium in twenty nineteen. That was when Yelich had the season after his MVP season, which was arguably better than his MVP season. Yeah, it was another MVP season and. The only reason why Bellinger won was because he got hurt. Right. And, dude, he used to just... I wish I knew his stats on Sundays. I used to work every Sunday game for some reason. I've just always had that. And he homered every fucking Sunday. I swear to God. It was insane. He was a man on a mission. He was terrorizing pitchers. He could turn on anything. And now... He, he's falling off fastballs backwards all day and then not hitting a breaking ball to save his life. I, I don't know what happened to Christian Yelich, man. This was a guy, MVP, stud. Our father coined him the next Joe DiMaggio, which, don't get me wrong, that might have been overstepping boundaries from the beginning right away, but <laughs> still, what? Where? where did he go? What is what is this? He needs to be moved down. Shit, if he wasn't making $27.5 million, he wouldn't be on the team right now. Yeah, he'd probably He'd be in He'd probably get Nashville. an option. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If Tyrone Taylor was playing like this, if if Keston was playing like this, uh Keston is getting this treatment. Correct. And uh, you know, Kesson here has got the best batting average on the team, I think, at this point. Well, that's not saying much on this Brewers team, which for some reason leads the MLB in runs and home runs. It's I also like fourth in batting average. I don't even understand. Oh, at least it was at the time. They're, they're not. This hey. Brewers team, it's uh, maybe the best pitching ever they've had, maybe. But it's by far one of the worst batting Brewer teams I can remember. Yeah, and you know, then he Christian Yelich opens up June. He is over right now. He's got nothing, no hits. Uh, the fact that he's got forty three hits on the season is bloated because of a of like a week period where he was just like, guess what? I'm gonna hit the cycle. I'm Christian Yelich again. Yeah. So that's because we played the fucking Reds, by the way. If you guys didn't remember that, because all three of Christian Yelich's cycles have come against the Reds. Weird. Fun fact. Um, right now, he has a .4 war rating. I can't even believe he has a positive war, which is just, just remarkable. Well, but. and now, let's get back to this. I think a lot of people agree with us right now that Christian Yelich is having a pretty shit season. Yeah. And he's not really the same Christian Yelich hasn't been for a while. I get that. Um, but you look at... His on base is about a hundred points higher than his batting average. So, and then then his slugging is three sixty right now. That's not good. Don't get me. Don't get it wrong. Six seventy three OPS is not good, no matter where you're playing. But it's it's at OPS plus of ninety right now because of how much he's able to draw the walks. I don't know why he gets walked so much because I don't know who's afraid of him. 
why would you be afraid of him right now? He is he's not even not close. confident at all like he at, was at back this point, in 18 and 19. At this point, you need to contact the dude that fixed up Jameis because dude needs corrective eye surgery. Ooh, we should get on the Yelich needs LASIK yeah. and like get that. We should have uh, Chris Platt take him to the compound or whatever. Ooh, yeah, Cranford compound? I, I, do you, well, I trust Chris Platt. I trust him. Never mind. I was gonna be like, do you think he's fall too? Do you think he knows Christian Yelich? Yeah. 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 Okay. Come on, he's got to be a big enough name. He won an MVP two, three years ago. You know what I mean? Fair. Like that had to put his name on the map for Platt at least. What do you do with Christian Yelich? What can you do with Christian Yelich? Because there's not much. Dude's getting, uh, thankfully, has a fairly decent contract for what it is, right? Uh, you had to sign him at the time. It was definitely the right move. And, uh, you know, even if we kind of knew he was going to get injured like that, uh, you still make the move. So, right now, it's uh, going to be $26 million a year. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done until 2028 um don't forget the deferred Looks like there's a 2029 player option maybe or is it a team option i can't uh i got it right here i have a. Uh, yeah it looks like it, it just it's 20 million dollars in 2029 they would be owing it's on. a 2029 is a mutual option so they have to both say yes? Well, don't worry. I think we're okay yeah. and being like, get the fuck out of here. Um, I, I didn't. I mean, that probably was going to happen regardless at the end of this contract, to be fair. But with what he's doing right now, yeah, absolutely. He has to not. He can't be batting in the three spot. He just can't. Or the two. Um, I, <sighs> I think you move him down to five or six to and, hopefully light a fire on his ass. I don't think you can put him all the way down to seven, eight, or nine yet. Because that's going to destroy him. But then again, with the universal DH, 
that nine spot's now a new leadoff hitter, you know? So could you convince him a little bit like that, too, to maybe? Look, if you're playing like ass, I don't know why you need to be like, oh, you're, you're, you're killing me out there. What? You're you're not doing anything, yo, Yelich. Like, what are what are we supposed to do with? So, you? is this also a little bit on council? Well, I brought this up uh, to someone else earlier, and I have nothing to base this on, so I don't know any of the numbers. But like, count one of the things about Craig Council that we know, being Brewers fans, is that he is constantly fucking with the lineup, right? He's constantly placing dudes in different positions. I, I think he had like the most diverse lineups last year or like usually uh, between all like all 30 MLB teams. And it's by a wide margin usually, right? Am I, am I wrong in saying that? It seems like it. If I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'll tell you right now, it doesn't feel like that. You, can, you don't. We don't have a lineup. We never know who's gonna be the guy playing until we see the lineup. Yeah. You know, there's three guys that can interchangeably come in and out of that lineup daily. But daily. But I don't feel like we're getting that same level of variation that we normally get. Well, we're hurt right now. We are we are hurt, to be fair. Yes, but I'm even when healthy, I don't feel like we've been seeing the same level of like, oh, we're randomly gonna have Christian Yelich at five in this game. Even though he like even though he's one of the hotter hitters, like he felt like this was the right move. Colton Wong constantly getting moved between uh, one, two, and three sometimes, uh, you know, like last year. Even seven, you know, they throw them at the bottom sometimes too. I Council, I think, is one or two wins away. I This is a good thing. Now, here, yesterday I said he was the most winningest manager on the Brewers. That's not correct. He needs like one or two more wins. Well, great job for saying it again. So, Council needs like one or two more wins, and he'll have the most wins ever as a manager for the Brewers. I came off a show today that I was doing with someone at the station claiming council is the most underrated coach in Wisconsin sports history. And mm. I, I don't know about that, man. I'm, I'm kind of, I think he's a little overrated to be Ooh. honest. Ooh. No, I would like, no. I would like, uh, he's got to get to the NLCS this year. He's gotta, you gotta win a playoff series. I can't. We were really close. I get it. Game seven, what in 2018, but all right. So it's a, what have you done for me lately league? Oh, well that's, that's everywhere though. For I sure. mean, that's, that's a, for that's sure. a thing. Um, man, under, underrated coach ever. Are we talking like strictly um, Wisconsin sports? So college too? If you want to, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Paul Christ is really a lot of fun for UW. He yeah. is a perfect coach for UW. Too, yes. To be fair. Uh, but I think people know that who are Badger fans. I mean, uh, uh, you know what? I will. I'll have to table this. Until we see more of Greg Gard. Okay. Because Greg Gard did a lot of shit 
to start off because he wanted to run things his way, mm-hmm. right? He wanted to get off of the it's like still do Bo Ryan but have Greg Gard involved, you know, or Greg Gard style and stuff, right? So we didn't see we got we had all those years of like, oh my god, look at this Badger basketball team. And now it it finally started to surface this year. Mm-hmm. But um I think something to be said about the the idea of being underrated is you know we look at uh, we look at baseball a lot of the time like oh yeah brewers are a small market team but you don't realize that they're working with a lot less as far as money wise like usually the brewers are in like the bottom 5 for as far as like money spent um so that when you look at that the fact that Craig Council is able to make this Brewers team as good as it is with some of the least amount of money in the league. I think that's something to be said. That's a fair enough point. I can get behind that because of baseball's rules of no salary cap. You can pretty much just spend as much as you want. Um, I get that. I get that. But we, we decided to spend some money on a player and we picked wrong. I've said this before. At this point, Christian Yelich isn't going to have a better career than Ryan Braun. He's just not going to. Uh, not without some sort of miracle. He's going to need to really turn it around. And they gave him that contract mm-hmm. with the intent to retire his jersey. And yeah, looks like that's far in the horizon now. So, again, what do you do? Do you bump, you bump him down the order a little and that's about it? Can't not play him. Yeah, as much as I want him to, you know what I mean? It's not my money, so I, think I can't. you can trade him next year if you get lucky. Oh, my God, no But who chance. wants that contract? Uh, again, deferred money until 2042. Yeah. So uh, that ain't happening. And there's there's literally no one you could trade for right now. Uh, you know, you have to look at the, the only. Can we just get the rights to Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> to trade him or to, like for Christian Yelich. Yeah. I would do yeah. that. I mean, easily. <laughs> the, the only thing that you could possibly do, which I uh, had seen on Twitter is hope to fucking God, you find another superstar that is having struggles as much as he is and do a change of scenery swap. Well, the good news is that they are an insane pitching factory in Milwaukee at this rate now. Um, Ashby, Jason Alexander, shout out Seinfeld, just uh, came up, made his debut a couple weeks ago, last week, I think. Ethan Small. Ethan Small. They, they got a great, great system of pitching, which I think they have arbitration on Burns and Woodruff for at least another year or two. Same with Freddie, but... We'll probably end up letting Woodruff walk, I think, because we're not going to be able to sign them both. And Freddie. Freddie, I think we got another year. And Hater. Hater's the interesting one. Hater's the interesting one, because he is nuts. He's going to ask for 20 million. Yeah. It's, it's going to be more I than gonna, 20. I was thinking 20 because of its closer, but he's going to make the most co- money a closer's ever made, for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, let's move on. We're like 33 minutes in. Okay, good. So might as well move on. We have an article 
right? Yeah. We do. I don't know the name of the article because you sent it to me and I forgot it. Sure. So I'm going to pull uh, it up real quick. Bleacher Report put out an article uh, yesterday or is it this morning? I can't even remember. It looks like it is from... Well, it's probably yesterday because you know, it is the, this morning. You know what I'm saying. But uh, June 6th. So yeah, so yeah it, was it was Monday. Monday. Uh, buying or selling the NFL's latest offseason rookie buzz. I thought it was fairly good and they had a good amount of... Uh, buy or sell options. So I, I want to start it towards the end. Okay. Uh, because that's the one that I think we, one, know the least about, and two, uh, who gives a shit about a Giants fourth round pick? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Um, So it looks like Daniel Bellinger could be the Giants week one starter um bleacher report buys it by the way yes and you know what i buy it too they lost evan ingram right i i don't have um oh sorry i i don't have the giants depth chart right now um uh, pulling it up to see who else they have at fucking tight end i mean that's a position that you draft on day two all day you know what I mean? You don't draft tight ends on day one. You look for second to fourth rounders to come in and be your tight end. Like, that's that's kind of how it works. Kyle Pitts being a fourth overall pick doesn't happen, you know? All right, so right now, Daniel Bellinger is slated to be the third string tight end. Behind? Second string of Jordan Akins. Oh, yeah. And first, Ricky Seals-Jones. Sounds more like a boxing name than a football name, right? That does sound like a boxer name. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I um but Daniel Bellinger. Where did he go to college? Does it say right there? I just accidentally closed out the app, so I gotta go back and get it now. Uh Bellinger went to San Diego State. Okay. I haven't heard of him, to be honest. And I'm usually pretty good with knowing my guys. Six six, two fifty five. I mean, that's a nice stout. Uh, just, tight end. Let's just become Daniel Bellinger, guys. Right here, right now. Right now. Okay. Like, because no. we don't know anything. Oh, about but he's on the Giants. Um, You should do that other snippet that you tweeted out, Uh, the spit take one. Yeah, tough, right? What? What? We'll read that one out. Read that. Just the headline. I just need the headline. <laughs> that was, uh, okay. Giants backup quarterback Davis Webb. Quote, Daniel Jones is the smartest quarterback I've been around. Oh, Davis. Davis. You can't even pander right, dude. Like, no one buys that. Listen, there's a lot of adjectives (laughs) for Daniel Jones. Smart? It's not even in the top 20. Uh, Smartest. Yeah, that's not in the top 100. Like, with that that ending at the end? (laughs) You can say, oh, he's pretty smart. Like, he looked both ways before he crossed the road. Like, (laughs) street smart. Right. Quite literally. Uh, But, like, we've seen him play for however many years now. Stop it. Stop, Davis. Yeah. Davis, you could could be the week one starter, Davis, if you played your cards right. Like, that's how desperate New York could be. But instead, you're out here hyping up Daniel Jones. Slow your roll. Stop doing that. Stop. So yeah, that's uh, Daniel Bellinger. I think 
I, I can definitely see We're that. We're Daniel Bellinger guys now. Yeah, right here, right now. Boom. 100%. Boom. Now, what do you want to move to next? Let's just keep rolling up. Okay. This one says, sell Jahan Dotson ready to be a day one starter. And I'm going to disagree with this one a lot. Because... To start off, it's day one star. Oh, it says starter. Star. Okay. But not I, starter. Yeah. But still... I'll be real with you. I don't think he's necessarily the best wide receiver in the class, but I watched him at Penn State, and that guy was a problem, man. He was a problem. He's very quick. He's athletic. He can move with the ball in his hands. I was a pretty big fan of Jahan Dotson if he got to Green Bay spot at 22, even. I mean, I get it. 16 was kind of a weird spot for him to go. And the wide receivers, you remember, were just flying off the board at that point. And there was no shot for Green Bay to get one. I don't know if it was Washington's biggest need. So that's where the problem kind of lies with Jahan Dotson. But I think he's pretty good. Um, I, Yeah. And, and you know what? It's the very rare I'm going to compliment anything James Franklin is able to produce. So, because I'm not a fan of his. He's too bald. He's just too bald. The fuck? <laughs> I was um, losing my phone in the process. He is undersized, though. And, and I know that doesn't mean anything. Like, we got uh, What's His Nuts from Philadelphia still putting up De- Devontae? Yeah, Devontae Smith. Yep. Yeah. You're all over it. Hey, well, you look, it's still early, right? And mm-hmm. I'm, I've only been up like 45 minutes. Uh, Devontae Smith, who, uh, again, he, he showed out, you know, for a, a guy that's undersized. But he's pretty tiny. 5'10", 178. That's a small man. It's fair, but he's really quick. And you know, it's the NFL, bro. They'll get he's him big. not quick. He's not fast, quick. Okay. That's okay. the word I'm using. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, he only ran a four four three. Yes. But he can move. He is. He. I'm not going to say this because it sounds dumb, but I'm going to say this. It's the Devonte Adams effect of he's quicker. I promise you. He's just quick. If anything, he will show out this season because they still have Terry McLaurin. Well, and the problem is that. Carson Wentz is the quarterback throwing him the ball. Good. So, like, that's the problem. I I don't know. If you're Washington, are you that much more wanting Wentz than Heineke? I, okay. Fine. Fine. Speaking of quarterbacks, this next one. Kenny Pickett not in Pittsburgh's early QB competition. He is buying that. So, Mike Tomlin drafting a quarterback in the first round this year. And they still think that Mitch who and Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph's still there. It's kind of disrespectful to Kenny Pickett to not say he's in the competition. I'm not, you don't have to say he's the week one starter. That's fine. He's not in the competition with those two. Sorry, slight backtracking. I think Carson Wentz is the smartest quarterback that Taylor Heineke has ever seen. No, Taylor knows. He's oh no, because Ryan Fitzpatrick was there. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. That's the tr- that's the right answer. There's no one you can't say that sentence until you've been around Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, and that's literal. That's that's Harvard right that there, is, man. 
49 on the Wonderlink or whatever the hell he got. All right. Uh, yeah. You know what, though? Like, Mitchell Trubisky, he got a pretty decent contract. Wasn't it like a, like a two-year, 16 million? Does that feel right? They pay $8 million for backups all the time, man. They do that all the time. Man, there's no way Kenny Pickett's not in the competition. I'll I'll tell you right now, I think Mitch is going to start week one. I don't know if I agree with it. I think he's going to start week one. But Kenny Pickett, he's going to start by week five if they're two and three. Or no. rather week five if they're two and two. No. No? no? He doesn't start this year. Mitch gets the whole year. Um, it would have to be much later in the season if he gets it. So what if they're two and six? No, I don't. I don't see them. No, no. Why? They know they're going to suck. They know that their team is depleted. Man, you can't bet against Mike Tomlin, though. You really can't. Yet, didn't you just do that like last week? I know. I said that it's tough to say that in a division. When I ranked him in bottom, it's hard. But very well, you could see Mike Tomlin probably just switch this whole team around and they're 12-4 and four and they lose in the first round of the playoffs like Mike Tomlin does now. Uh, looking at looking at their, their team, man, like, it's rough. This is, this is not a good team in Small hands, way. too. Really small hands. Taysom Hill size hands. Yeah, so that means he can play tight end. Kenny Pickett's lining up in tight end right now. He's yeah. not even lining up in quarterback. He's yeah. not in their competition. There you we go. Establish this. Why isn't so. he not on the tight end depth chart? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Tebow's coming back. Tebow's coming back. For that. I didn't. I didn't even realize. So, uh, sorry, I'm looking at this depth chart. Do Do you want to take a guess as to who is the second string running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Mm. Who the fuck was backing up Najee? Heath Miller, because he just played for the Steelers. Try Benny Snell Jr. Oh, okay, yeah. Kentucky boy. I know. But also fun fact, third string, Anthony McFarlane Jr. Whoa. Booger McFarlane's kid? Wow, I didn't know that. I I assume, right? I don't know. I feel like that's a... We could have just... Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, this looks like Booger McFarlane. (laughs) This looks like Booger McFarlane with dreads. I don't know how much I can get that over. Look at that shit. yeah, that's Booger's kid. I don't even need to look it up. I don't even need to look it up. All right, next one. Iki Aquanu, ready to be the franchise tackle in Carolina. He's buying that one. I think that's why they drafted him that high, dude, Super high, dude. Yeah. Uh, Like, Iki Aquanu was getting much love out of the draft, or before the draft, that, like... He could have been number one pick. Yeah. I mean, there there was arguments for him to be the number one pick, and they got him at, what, six or something like that? Yeah. So, good for you. I think they're going to be happy with that one. And, I mean, like, you don't really... uh, I don't know. Do you ever... What what was the phrasing that they used for it? The uh, Expected to be the franchise tackle in Carolina. Like, a franchise tackle? Like... uh, like no. uh, like David Bakhtiari, Sh- sure. Like uh, second highest paid average position on a football team, left tackle. That's fair. I guess. Uh, I you know what? That was when the Blind Side came out. 
Let's probably that's probably wide receiver now, and then it's left tackle. Spoiler alert: uh, that movie sucks ass, and it's completely inaccurate according to Michael Orr. Yeah. So there you go. Next, it is the one that we should probably be talking about. Christian Watson's drops could be an issue. They're selling that. Yeah. Here's the thing. What people don't remember is how Devonte Adams used to suck. I mean, was not good. Led the NFL in drops. For sure once, maybe twice. Um, and it took him three three years to like be legitimate. And I, he, I don't think he had a thousand yard season until like his fourth or fifth year because he kept getting hurt too. Most wide receivers take about three to four years. I, uh, sorry, most wide receivers that aren't like top 15 picks take three to four years to really develop. Now, we were sport uh, spoiled last season. Jamar Chase, you know, was and, crazy. And the season before, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of skewed. I will say, though. Jamar Chase, which I know that uh, the, the author of this article, uh, Christopher Knox, uh, made mention of. Jamar Chase had a lot of drops in the preseason and OTAs and all that stuff. 11 of them. So, you know, chill. Like He's also going to have to learn to catch from Aaron Rodgers. Like the bullet train arm of the NFL. I think that over under 750 yards for Christian Watson. 750? Over. I'm optimistic on that over. Yeah. When that number goes to 850, now we start getting a little more like, I don't think so. I don't know. What more is he going to need to do than something like that? Aaron's going to figure it out. I'm, 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 I'm done doubting Aaron. Did that once, and then he went on this craziness of the last two years. So I'm done doubting Aaron. However long he wants to play, he can play. We got him four more years. Christian Watson is... Three. Three more. Three more? At, at least. He's like an opt-out after that or something? I thought the, it was four-year, 200 million. It, I mean, oh, that's right. Schefter reported it, so yeah. it wasn't true. Okay. It, it, sorry. It's like a three-year deal. It's like a three-year deal. And then, like, I believe altogether we have him, like, for, like, a potential four. But, yeah. So, Christian Watson is going to be playing with one of the best to ever do it. He's going to be he, – he's the top pick for the wide receiver position. He, he's going to get all the love and attention he needs in Green Bay. I promise you that. We've been so asking for a first-round wide receiver – and we couldn't get one this year. We couldn't. This year, you're not really mad about it because we could not. And they went up and got one. They went up and got a guy. So, Christian Watson, you're going to have everything you need. I promise you. And the drops don't worry me because we've had a situation like that. And now he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. Next, let's move on to more wide receivers. Chris Olave, looking like a QB-friendly receiver for the Saints. I'll buy it, sure. He bought it. Yeah, why the hell not? Chris Olave. Um, yeah, wasn't that like what everyone was talking about Chris Olave to begin with? He's a beast too. He was a beast at Ohio State. Um, I think he's better than Garrett Wilson. 
that you know some people didn't necessarily think that, but I do. And this this just feels like an obvious statement. Yeah, this is one to bump his score up. You know, this is a this water is, is wet, right? Or is it? Oh. I don't know. Some people are. We're. This is where we're gonna get all the comments we've wanted the whole time ever about all these people. Like you, fucking idiots. Water is not wet. It makes things wet. <laughs> so it is. It's just gonna be fucking brutal comment oh, section because you said that. God. No. Uh, let's just move on and finish this one up. Chris Olave is good. You know shit. Thanks, man. Water's wet too. If you guys need, <laughs> I, I'm that, that that conversation used to get heated. That that thing used to get heated. My God, next like, one. Whenever you ask a question at the comedy club, like, hey, uh, give me a question to ask. Every it was a fucking guarantee. You're gonna go. Is water wet? Like and it's even now. What's the what's the actual definition of this side sidetrack? Side like it is right. <laughs> what? It is wet. Like yeah. science will say it's wet. Yeah. Like hydrogen <laughs> molecules are attached to water, so it's <laughs> fucking wet, man. You know what oh I'm saying? God. I've never heard you get angry over science before. It's the only science topic I have. Some, <laughs> like, the word I heard today was burn. Like it just lights a fire under you, so it it burns me. That's the one I. That's the one. Water. It burns me. Next, this last one. Alec Pierce as an instant starter. He apparently was drafted by the Colts in the second round. Second round, Cincinnati. I don't have a lot on this guy, but in Indy they have Michael Pittman and who else? Uh, T.Y. Hill. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, this is going to be another section right here. Did you see Michael's tweet? No. <laughs> he, he, he listened to us do our predictions, and I think we picked the Colts second last or something. Or I was, anyway. You did. I think I took him to win the division. Uh, no, you definitely didn't because he said no. He, he tweeted, if Aaron Rodgers went to the Colts, my cousins would still hate him. And I quoted, uh, or no, he said, if Aaron Rodgers went to the Colts, my cousins would still think the Colts would suck. And I then quoted the tweet and just put, the Colts suck. <laughs> Instead. Uh, so now this is the whole thing. Michael Pittman Jr. Mike, let us know if you're excited about Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce and Paris Campbell. Yep. Paris with two S's, right? Two R's. Oh, even worse, dude. So I will say though, tight end. I love Mo Alley Cox. Well, he was basketball superstar. I love Mo Alley Cox. No, that the their best wide the receiver phrasing so so bad. Yeah, I'll right? just I'll just cut out the Mo Alley part. I can do that really. No, easily. yeah, no. I love more Alley Cox. I don't think it's more. His name's Mo. I love Mo Alley Cox. Yeah, that's a tough name to grow up with. But that's going to wrap up this article review. And that was pretty successful, I think. Worked out all right. Yeah, I think, again, I I feel like overall, um, I go back to that Chris Olave one. It's like you couldn't have thought of anything better. Give Give me one of your rookie ones right now. 
off the dome. I got one right here. Kayvon Thibodeau. He is going to be pro bowler. Why did it, Why was there so much? Because I had to think of what I was going to say that was going to be not too stupid, but crazy enough where I could say it. Uh, okay. Because of Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt, the Packers will be a top three defense in the league. Mm. All right. Okay. I like that. I hope. Okay. Okay. How about, how about this one? The... Indianapolis Colts rookies will suck like the Colts do. <laughs> okay, I got one right here. I got one right here. All right. Kenny Pickett is going to get some sort of mitten or <laughs> oven mitt sponsorship <laughs> because of his small Dude. hands. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Top onion, uh, onion, oven mitt manufacturer <laughs> there's like you don't know come on the best what what is the best brand for oven mitts our pick humwe extra long professional oh uh, yeah can't do the extra long for kenny we need the smallest one what's the smallest oven mitt brand that they offer <laughs> okay oven just look up what oven mitt taste hell uses for kids <laughs> Fisher Price gonna get a nice contract. Ooh, how about these oven mitts that look like kitty cat paws? <laughs> oh, Kenny Pickett, man. Oh no, no, no! This is a Kenny Pickett one. The oven mitts that are like salmon. <laughs> you need the the small hand joke where you have like the little hand just sticking out of the, the, the sleeve right uh, there. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. The um, Saturday Night Live. Right, like, right. And when I'm by myself. <laughs> oh, man. I hope Kenny Pickett just torches it so he can uh, shit on us. But until then, hot take right now. Kenny Pickett better than Matt Ryan. Mmm. Ooh. He's not even going to play this year, according to I you. Care. So. I don't care. Can we, we should measure our hands. Dude, eight <laughs> you, and a half. You can't get the visual right now of him just like you, dude. You're doing the Booker T, like the way you stare at your hands. Like, can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> that was a pretty solid Booker T. I, and you know what that also works for? DMX. Ooh, okay. That's yeah. a solid DMX. Stop, Romo. Just made a little bit deeper. And it's also like kind of Macho Man Randy Savage if you just like slow it out a little bit. Oh yeah, the Macho Man knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like Macho Man, Booker T, DMX, they all sound the same. We figured that out. It's like it's like uh, how Twinkle Twinkle, ABC, and Baba Black Sheep are Let all me to the give same. You the now sing Baba Black Sheep like DMX. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Baba Black Sheep, everywhere in the world. Okay, 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 that's enough. That's Look, enough. I have a child sleeping downstairs. <laughs> oh, and a girlfriend, I guess, but, you know. Oh, for, yeah, whatever, one of the two. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into some hot takes. And I already started. Quick Kenny hits. Pickett, better than Matt Ryan. All right, I got a hot take. I am going to talk about golf for this one. All right. <sighs> and this... 
L-I-V is going to fold in... T-minus. Over under a year? Two years? I'll give you two. Yeah, I don't think it makes it past that. But they have been putting in work. They're putting in work, man. Yeah, dog. They just... Them Saudi princes got some bank, dude. Yeah. Bank. You haven't seen the crazy-ass deals they strike with... um, with WWE, oh really? That's why like they they've been doing these like uh what what, what the fuck is it like the greatest Royal Rumble ever and uh, is it the crown, same WWE Crown Jewel is what it's called? Is That's, it the same company LIV or whatever? I doubt it. Okay, but it's the Saudi same Saudi investors or something like that. No, it's just Saudi Arabian people like princes that want money oh okay but Good that, for them. that's why they bring out like all the old ass fucks to wrestle matches out there phil mickelson just caught a bag dustin johnson caught his bag too did mickelson accept that well that's what i've heard it's upwards of 200 million dollars fuck and apparently there's rumors they offered tiger like a billion fuck tiger declined but I don't know how how he did that because billion dollars just to come play. He doesn't have to win. <gasps> he doesn't even have to win. Yeah, upper nine digits is what I heard. That's no, and <laughs> that's just for them to come get golf, and it's working. It's working, but I think it'll fold. You got it'll Dustin fold. Johnson. That's a pretty big get. Um, and and Phil for the publicity too. Yeah, but Phil's weird. Yeah, he he's not really that dog good anymore. Okay, how many? What, what are you thinking? Upper upper nine figures for a number of hot wings they offered John Daly. They offered John Daly over a hundred million dollars, and he, he declined. Didn't, whoa, John Daly had a moral compass. <laughs> What the fuck? There's no Hooters in Saudi Arabia. You fucking know That's that, why he right? brings it over with them. You can't. You can't in Saudi Arabia. Dog, you know the Saudis There's, love chicken. They don't. Yeah, but they definitely don't let you dress like they do at Hooters. Ooh, no. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh, it's no. true. But let's stop talking politics now on Down the Wire. Well, look, it, you can't, though. because Because we're talking L.I.V., I'm I'm sorry. Is it live? Is it live? Is it LIV? <laughs> I, I I I've literally heard it called all different, all three of those. I, I can I just say LIV? I'm gonna say LIV because I don't know how to say it. Yeah, can I call it 54? Ooh, 54 golf tournament. Honestly, doesn't have that half bad of a ring. They would I need it was only say- 54 people, <sighs> or 108. Everything has to be divisible by 54. Sure. <laughs> um, but, but you can't. You can't not pass over the political side or the politics side of things because it's the Saudis and like not to be that guy, but it's, it's blood money. Uh, could be. You yeah. know, I mean, there is some sketchy shit going on with. I would guarantee hey. every last one of those guys. Hey. That are running it or donating. If. If they get paid and they leave and it folds like I think it will, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. It's going to be interesting, the U.S. Open, too. 
going to be interesting yeah. because that's not a PGA sh- sanctioned event. Uh, and, and neither would be like um, uh, the the Open, you know, like the um, one in what what is that? What, not, British British Open. Yeah, but what is that? Um, where is that at? Is that Whistling Straits? No, no, no. It's in Britain. Whistling Straits is Wisconsin. Oh no! Shit, um, shit. Yeah, yeah. I know it. I know, I know. this. Uh, Saint Andrew. That sounds more right. That sounds more right. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say yes, and if we're wrong, just yell at us. It's golf. I don't know these things. Exactly. Uh, but but yeah. So like, they can still play in that. Now, I would also bet that they start to collaborate with each other as well at some point. To be like, yo, we can't let these dudes in. Or some shit. Or, better yet, they double down and they do PGA versus LIV. Ooh, like a FedEx Cup Let's instead of the end. Let's go. They could just work together and then that could be like a Super Like Bowl. a Ryder Cup. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> That's hot. Now... Is Phil Mickelson about to win every single tournament over there if Dustin Johnson doesn't play in it? I thought Dustin Johnson was playing. No, 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 no. He is in it. I'm just saying, like, Dustin Johnson's going to kick Phil's ass every week. So he Phil has to make okay, sure okay, Dustin okay. Johnson's okay. not let's, playing. Let's first look at uh, golfers signed. To the LIV. With LIV. This thing kind of just snuck up, too. It just started taking golfers. I didn't even really hear about it too much. Uh, who is playing in the Maiden Saudi-backed series? All right, let's see. Load it up. Uh, also, like, Greg Norman got offered a fat contract, too, for some fucking reason. Like, chill X. I mean, they were just trying to get PGA guys. Good for them. Uh, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia... Uh, which, like, Sergio's old as dirt. He can't play anymore anyway, so good for him. Uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, uh, another one, Kevin Na. Uh, I know there was a brother that got... Dude, they got a lot of guys. A decent amount. I wish decent. I I'm get... not going to say a lot. I'll say a decent amount of guys. I, You know, I'm a little surprised that I can't just get, like everyone and did all of them just get 50 million dollars at least they all got a fat amount of money you know what i mean yeah. like if dustin johnson's getting 100 and so, or he's probably getting more phil mickelson's getting 200 million uh, i mean these guys all probably just caught a bag yeah real quick real quick doing this whole thing and that turned in that was uh that was from the hot takes oh graham mcdowell's another one we got uh we talked a lot about that one. That one could have been a segment, maybe. Maybe. But it worked out. We talked about it enough. How about Hudson Swafford? That's a really golf name. I've never heard of that man. No. But they're talking about, oh, here's another one. Well, Jordan Spieth, maybe you can win a major now. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, tough. <laughs> Let's get into quick hits. Quick hits. I have a couple right here. This first one, Broncos, they're getting sold to a Walmart kid, it looks like. It's nothing final yet. Maybe it's not a real story. But one of the Walmart heirs, uh, Robert, I believe, 
I don't have the story in front of me. I just wrote it down in my notes app. He's looking to buy the Broncos for four and a half billion dollars. Would be the largest a franchise has sold for. Do you know what the previous record was? Uh, or just who it was, at least? No. Carolina Panthers were sold four years ago, I guess. Does that sound... I did know that. Um, I, I, that I was remember. tucked away far in the back of my brain, but I do remember that. I, I would have guessed Jaguars was the last team bought, but apparently the Carolina Panthers were sold. I'm, I missed that one. Uh, $2.6 billion, so it's way more. Way more than anything else. Right now, Cowboys are valued at $6.5 billion, but they're never for sale. So don't worry. That's the largest franchise, though. Next, uh, Aaron Donald. feel like we should highlight you right now. Just caught up his bag. He re-signs through 2024. Highest paid contract by a non-quarterback ever. We kind of solidified this by last week. If we didn't have a guy to pick, or if we couldn't pick a quarterback with the first pick, who would we pick? Aaron Donald. So congratulations on your contract. And I'll end it off with a little bit of a joke slash hater quick hits uh hater with a t that is not josh hater uh tyler hero got caught cheating on his supermodel girlfriend this sentence just gets really bad as it keeps going on so let's start it over tyler hero gets caught cheating on his supermodel girlfriend who he has a child with again oh my god that sentence just keeps getting worse. And you know what? <laughs> Tough. Tough, man. You know what? He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. So good for him. But as a hater and a guy who witnessed Tyler Hero drop four points against Cudahy in a game, I just wanted to highlight that. Tough. All right. Explains why his groin was strained in the NBA Conference Finals, too, probably. That was Joe's joke. I don't want to steal that one, but it helped. <laughs> All right. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I think we meant to talk about this yesterday. We never did. But I wanted to bring up the Rays situation uh, with the Pride uniforms. Mm-hmm. Just briefly. Um, the, the reason why I want to bring this up. Uh, five players. Uh, the uh, First, let's let's lay the the landscape here. The Rays uh, had pride uniforms. All right, a lot of teams did. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, five players had the option to opt out of that, and that's fine too. You are more than more than welcome to you know take those. Uh, t- you know, take your consideration whether it be religious or just personal beliefs, whatever, and not. You know, not do that. My problem with this is the many of them had to come out and defend their choices, right? And not only that, but defend it in a way where they just sounded stupid. Did did you did you see a lot of that? Uh, Jason Adam, I think, was uh, kind of like the spokesperson. So I saw this. And it's uh it's a really really weird situation because you know are you that passionate to not wear the patch okay fine sure you can be 
Now, if they don't wear the patch, they are in a position where they have to talk about it. Now, in today's world, you know what I mean? If if you don't wear the patch and the whole team's doing it and we're recognizing it and they're not wearing it, they're going to have a target on their back no matter what just because they're not wearing the patch. But I, also, do you think that though? I really think that if they just didn't say anything. If not in their personal immediate lives in the social media national stage world where we kind of are in this country yeah i think they are and on top of it i think this is also a maybe is there a slight possibility because of where we come from in the religion standpoint we can't understand it because we're just not very religious to be to be completely honest we're just not. Uh, no, I'm not at all. So there you go. No, again, I don't care that you did not wear it. And I will say, you know, they're, they're, that's whatever. My issue was the for him uh, to come out, again, being that sports spokesperson for the, the five players altogether, Jason Adam, I don't know who that is, by the way. They, that's why they made him the spokesperson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could probably do the math who the five players are if you watch the game. Yeah. So what he said was, you know, it was ultimately it was a hard decision because we all said that what we want is for them, you know, the gay community, to know that they are all welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe not that they look down on anybody or think differently. It's just that maybe we don't want to encourage it. Yeah. It's a tough sentence. You know what I mean? It's a tough sentence. Okay. So, like, that does not sound like you accept, like, you accept them as that. All I'm saying is, shut your mouth. Fair enough. You you did not have to come out and say anything. And arguably, the fact that you did has made it worse. Arguably, if they weren't pressured, I, I feel like they were pressured a little bit. It, don't get me wrong; the the statement doesn't sound great for him at all. But I do think they were in a position where they probably had to make a statement because of it. That's where I come from with it. That's where I come from. Sure, there uh, was no way they were going to look good not wearing the patch. That's fair too. Okay, and I will say that that's I, that's where I'm. Getting I will at stick with up this. for them in that sense, like. People just need to learn to accept things sometimes. You know, no one's going to be... Just uh, care about yourself and work on yourself. There you go. Down the wire is getting fucking serious uh, right now. First Saudi blood money, now this. This is a great end right here. <laughs> uh, next up, did you see the Kobe Bryant jersey? No. Kobe Bryant... Rookie Lakers jersey worn during the 1997 NBA playoffs sells for 10 million. 2.74. Ooh, okay. All right. I was going high to be fair, but if anyone was going to get that high, it was going to be Kobe. Go ahead. That's that's still a lot. Don't get me wrong. The yeah. money. Could you imagine having that? Who bought it? Like some notable guy or anything? Um uh, just said sold at auction or something. Yeah, SCP auctions. Uh, wore it against Utah. Uh, <laughs> fun fact I learned also about Kobe. He's the only teenager to play in the All-Star game. After doing some research on that. 
19 years old. Only one that ever did that. Jersey sold at auction is the first jersey from his first playoff series to become publicly available. And yeah, winners haven't been uh, revealed yet, which I can understand. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, So, yeah, that was a quick one. I also have this quick one. Yesterday was the annual cheese rolling contest uh, at uh, Gloucestershire, England, I assume. Mm. I want you to live react to this. Okay. Because, hot damn, it's a, it's a treat. Okay? Mm-hmm. Roll your ass over here. So that way we can still get the the sound. Or like, get on your fucking thing. What am I thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because you need that sound. Okay. Oh, my God. This is brutal. Holy shit. You see the dude getting like, uh, my lifeless body. Was that like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> he was like, getting, that, they, they, first of all, his body is not stable. They need a stretcher for that last guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> the yeah, they're just like dragging him. Yeah, like, uh, he's obviously got <laughs> something fucked up with him. He cannot move his body, and they are dragging him along this hill, like down the hill, not even carrying him off to the side God, of the hill. So many great. Oh my! Oh, oh, oh! I didn't even see this part. Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Watch this one. Watch the dude in black. Oh, 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 oh. Damn. Dog, he's rolling like the cheese. Dude, then the other guy just came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, if oh, you... that's who won? She's from North Carolina? Is that what it just said? Good for her. Damn. American takeover in Britain when right there. When does we... Down the Wire invade the cheese rolling contest? Oh, my God. Let's do it. Sounds better than running with bulls, to be fair. Oh, I was actually thinking of that. Oh that was God. like, that's no. next. No. What about that, like, flame soccer shit? We like, can do that here. Okay. How about we find one of those, like, Taiwanese, like, uh, volleyball soccer guys? Do you know what I'm talking about? You're, oh, you ever see that shit? Yes. That yes. shit is gnarly, dude. I don't understand how that's possible. To be honest, like to be able to like just jump up like twelve feet in the air and kick a ball over, and then like stop much. it with your foot on the other side. Nuts. Fuck that, nuts. Uh, and last but not least, we brought this up yesterday. It's still too good to pass up. Fan control football league. Uh, what was his average ass name? Like James Stewart. <laughs> Jason Stewart. Okay, I was all over yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Jason Stewart of the fan control football league uh, for the. Uh, Jacksonville Zappers cut from the team yesterday after he threw a touchdown and then lit up a joint to celebrate. It's an all-time celebration. Holy fuck. What if he would have threw this touchdown to Josh Gordon? Smoking that glacier pack. (laughs) 
you miss that yesterday? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so great. Hey, who was that? The 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 rapper, right? Didn't you say that was like that uh, that said that was someone? Well, so when you smoke that pack of no no you whatever. said you said the it was a rapper that's that was talking to him didn't no you? destroying former youtuber uh oh actually oh, current youtuber he was the guy who was the kicker in the name right. image and likeness yeah, yeah that decided to do youtube instead of pursue football because he knew he could make more money and then that's who it was yeah, it was a youtuber roll. yeah um yeah that was that was the youtuber he was just like oh he's legendary legendary what was his name something stewart jason stewart we got to get him on. I feel like that's, oh, that's doable. That's super doable. Like, we got to do everything we can. Oh, my fucking God. Why didn't I think of that? Let's, I'm so disappointed We are super... This is our plea right now. Jason okay? Stewart. Jason Stewart. We will buy you all the I blunts will, you oh want. Oh, my God. We we can do one during the show if he needs that. Yes. If he needs one. But I'm going to have to get this carpet, this like shag carpet rug out of here. I'm going to tell you right now. No, we'll set the mood. Jason Stewart, please. I, you are so full on invited. Would you have given him the uh, stipend that Green wanted? I would sooner give it to him than Alex Green. I'm I'm in the same boat. Yeah. All right. Um, let's start wrapping this thing up. I'm getting messages and shit. Um, Did we go an hour and a half? We are at an hour 18. Okay. okay. So it's going to work out perfect. I'm going to stop this here. I'm going to throw in the end of this segment here of Sunday lineup. Tell us how you feel about it. Really excited to start doing this with our good buddy Joe Pohorelis. Dave's not on it, but it'll be me and Joe. Uh, and we will see you after you hear Sunday lineup. This randomly popped into my head where uh, obviously ESPN comes out with their, you know, college and basketball or football and basketball rankings for recruits every year. And for basketball, they rank the top 100 every single year. And I was wondering, is the 69th ranked recruit how does he turn out compared to the 68th and the 70th ranked recruit? Because it's just one ranking. They could be ranked differently in other websites and other publications. And But by and large, they should be fairly similar players. So but if they're 68, 69, 70, you know, they should be pretty similar players, skill-wise, talent-wise, whatever you want us to call it. For but sure. I was wondering, is there a nice factor? How does the 69 is does the 69th ranked recruit get a boost compared to 68 and 70? So I looked at those three those three recruits from the past 15 years, which is as far back as ESPN has their list. So from 2007 to 2021, how have they fared at the college level and beyond? And I found something pretty interesting. So the 69th recruit or I'll start with 60 and 70. So the 68th and 70th recruit recruits of the past 15 years have averaged seven and a half points, 3.8 rebounds and 1.4 assists at the college level. The 69th okay. recruit averages 8.4 points, four oh. rebounds and oh. 1.2 assists. Damn. So, I, so the rebounds and assists are pretty similar, but the 69th ranked recruit has averaged at least a full point, about a full point more 
than his counterparts on either side. So that's, you know, one point, whatever, negligible. What's more interesting is of those, of the past 15 years, 26.7% of the 69th ranked recruits were named to their all-conference team at least once, compared to just 10% of the 68th and 70th recruits. Oh, shit. Okay. And then also. Nice. 13.3%, which is just two out of 15, were first-round NBA draft picks of the 69th-ranked recruit compared to zero from the 68th and 78th recruit. Wow, so, that's that's nice. That's confirmed. You'd rather be the 69th-ranked recruit. There is a nice factor. You will have a better career, better college career, and most likely be better, you know, pick for the for the draft. And and I looked at all defensive team numbers, all freshman team selections, all conference teams multiple times, second round draft picks, every single category. The 69th ranked recruit was either the same rate or better than the 68th or 70th recruit. And for anyone wondering, the two first round picks were Aaron Neesmith, who's on the Celtics um, right now, and uh, James Booknight, who went to UConn and was drafted, I believe, a year or two ago. So those two were the first round picks who are the 69th ranked recruits in the past 15 years. Um, so I just nice. thought I didn't know exactly what I was looking for, but we found it out there. There is a nice factor. All right. That was our first edition of Sunday lineup. My name is Tom Wirtz. My co-host, Joe Poharillis. We will see you guys later. See ya. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.